Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the show. Um, so firstly, I want to say Happy New Year, Happy New Year, Happy New Year. I do know that it's February, and I also do know that it's been quite a minute since my last episode. Um, it's just been a process that I've had to, I've kind of had to go through a process of kind of redefining the show. The show itself is in a state of metamorphosis, I could say. Um, we're kind of tweaking things a bit this year, trying to figure out like what works, what doesn't, kind of the do's and don'ts. Um, I do know that a lot of you are probably disappointed that I went from you know quite constant uploads to next to nothing for quite a bit. And so firstly, I just want to apologize for that. Um, like I said, I was just going through some personal stuff and I had exams and stuff and stuff and stuff. So this week, actually, um, kind of uh, the first sort of episode in the new year and it's kind of a revamp to the show is... I've actually kind of decided to try things a bit differently this time around. And so if you're an avid listener last year, you would know that um, I tried by all means to not make the show about me. So it was always kind of my opinions on stuff, um, but, you know, kind of using a little bit of my, my personal experiences and kind of what formulates the way I think and the way, yeah, and the way I think. And like it, it was okay, but then I quite quite I quickly realized that it became tricky when um like <laughs> when there are no guests on the show. So I've decided that um I'm gonna try something different this time around. Uh we're gonna see if it'll work. Um obviously I do appreciate your feedback because I mean this show is nothing without you. So what we're gonna be doing, particularly for, for the kind of next three episodes, is I've kind of tried to to um tackle one bigger bigger issue, especially one that kind of hits home to me, to kind of just talk about it and share uh, a little bit about it with you guys, my listeners. I want to thank you for your support. And now, like I said last year, I didn't want to make the show about me, but this this year what I'm trying to do, or, or now rather, what I'm trying to do is trying to kind of add a little bit more of myself into the show. Hopefully that, hopefully then you guys will be able to kind of um, relate and, you know, kind of take it from there. So... In the next three episodes, uh, I am going to be doing kind of a story time situation, uh, going into kind of what, what topic I'm trying to discuss, because after sitting down uh, and like reflecting and having conversations with my friends and some of my family members, I actually realized like I've, I've particularly for saying that like my show or the show is about the 90s baby, I've actually gone through quite a lot of shit um, and I'm sure a lot of you guys have as well. And so... Um, I realized that I I shouldn't take that away from my show because ultimately that is kind of what makes the show different. So my overthink is, let's just get straight into it. Right. Okay. So kind of this this process I was saying, or this kind of thing that I was going through, um, uh, kind of towards the end of last year and quite early this year, actually, is um, like, so I'm, I'm, I'm a, a closer man by kind of social symptoms or social views i did the whole rite of passage and i kind of i i don't believe in half-assing things so i went through the entire process to the detail like to the nitty-gritty fucking you know only because like my whole life i kind of grew up um with little to no respect from other people and so for me that that process of of um kind of that transition into what is deemed manhood in my culture is I wanted to make sure that I earned the respect of my peers, I earned the respect of other closer people. And so I, I went through the entire thing 
kind of <laughs> with a touch of OCD, to be honest with you. And what happened was I found myself last year, well, actually this year, I'm saying last year, this year, is I found myself getting to a point where I, re I was reflecting and I realized that I'm actually, um, like I wasn't, I wasn't happy with my life. Um, I wasn't happy with a lot of aspects of my life, particularly like the kind of more social slash intimacy section of my life. And what then, when, what then happened was um, like Valentine's, this past Valentine's Day, my friends and I decided to um, go out for drinks. Um, and it was pretty messed up because like it was two, myself and two other friends. And we were actually, it was just these three guys or four guys because we met another friend um, while we were drinking at this club or bar, whatever you want to call it. And we actually realized while we were there that like almost everyone at that place was with the girl and stuff, right? And so my my one friend who's a very handsome young man, very, very handsome. I mean, all of my friends, I think, are absolutely gorgeous human beings, you know, and ladies, if you feel like, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to get yourself a man, my my people are very attractive. They are quite beautiful, beautiful souls. And I mean, I, t I try and tell my friends this all the time because sometimes I'm just like, damn, bruh. Like, you know, if 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 I was into guys... No, you you would be you would be my person, you know. So, and we sat down and we had a kind of a heart to heart. Something that I think quite a lot of male friends aren't doing enough um, is kind of to set each other down and kind of reflect on how we are as a species and how we are and kind of the things that um, we overlook. Some of the behavior that we overlook from our friends and from our peers. All because, you know, quote unquote, boys will always be boys. And I was, I, I got to a point where I realized that actually part of the reason why I wasn't, I was unhappy with my life was because I was disappointed by the person I grew up to be. So obviously now when you're, when you're a young boy, um, Never mind social influence, never mind all of that. Like, I, I come from, from a divorced family and, like, I've seen what that kind of situation does to... to um, I've seen and experienced what it does to kids and what it does to whole families and stuff. And so when, when I was reflecting with my friends, we actually came to, to this realization that as a guy particularly in South Africa. I don't know if it applies to an international context, I can't say, but particularly in South Africa, and keeping in mind this might not be everyone, but this was my experience and it was actually quite a shared experience between my friends, is when you when you grow up like me, who was a very chubby child, um, and all throughout my primary school and the early years of my high school, I had I had body image issues because people just felt the need to remind me how fat I was. Like for for them, it, my weight bothered them, and it, it bothered them that it didn't bother me. And so eventually, you know, you you kind of um, learn how to uh, what's the word like how to internalize that because at the same time, you know, you're you're a guy, you're a boy, you can't. You know, boys don't cry, so you can't you can't express that shit. You can't you can't talk about how how these people and fucking hell kids are mean, 
but you can't talk about how how these kids are getting under you like how they're crawling under your skin and how how much it's affecting you you can't talk about that because i mean you're a boy and boys don't cry and shit and so we reflecting i came to the realization that for a lot of us um a lot of us guys a lot of us males you go through so many traumas particularly as a young guy that by the time you get to high school everything that you've gone through and kind of had have had to internalize like there's no room for it when you get to high school because now especially as a young as a young brother is you walk into high school when you walk into high school you immediately are thrown into the wolves to be honest with you because you come into a place or into a kind of a community where there's a social hierarchy you know your your, your jocks or your rugby players are at the top your soccer players you know they're at the top of the food chain and then you have you have your your netball girls your hockey girls your sports people you know and then you in that you'll have the, pre, the pretty girl the beautiful girl that all the guys are trying to get who's dating like the the, the rugby captain or whatever and kind of the the culture amongst guys and particularly in high school is that if like this was my experience was i remember someone saying to me that ap if you are 16 you're 16 which would would be around grade 10 ish if you are 16 and you have not had sex like what are you doing with your life like how are you you can't you can't not have had sex by 16 because otherwise you don't you don't fit in you don't you can't be considered as part of the squad you can't be considered as part of you know the guys you know and it's, it was always fascinating because there was this expectation that by the time you're 16 you need to have had sex but it was like uh you need to figure out how you're going to do it with who you're going to do it but it just needs to happen kind of thing and so unfortunately my myself included like i got into that trap not so much as for the girls i mean for for the guys sorry but but for the girls so when i was in high school like when i was in primary school like all the girls i had feelings for and i had genuine feelings for and growing up i'd always told myself that i was going to be you know the the hopeless romantic i was going to be the good guy i was going to be the committed guy i was going to because like growing up like infidelity was all around me and i didn't want that i didn't want that for myself i wanted to be the family orientated guy who's going to love one woman and if if at all possible if at all possible would have met my kind of my per, my person that i would then marry i would have met them in high school would have gone to university together and, and 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 so like i had that pipe dream and then you get to high school and then you realize that that shit just that's not how it works and so i later realized that actually that like high school for a lot of guys is a quite a traumatic place and what what it then does is now you have that kind of mentality in you that okay i need to have had sex by 16 and now there's that peer pressure and so then now you go from someone like, like me who goes from uh being practically ignored by all the girls that he had feelings for and like the one time i actually told a girl how i felt and she she literally just told me she was like i could never be with you you're fat and ugly like that shit shatters you and i mean you know we all go through whatever we go through 
but what then that did was it switched me off like i i just couldn't get myself to um approach a girl especially if it was a girl i liked that way when i got to, by the time i got to grade 10 i was like okay let me, let me give this whole dating thing another try and so like the first literally the first time i got myself to be like okay cool and it was valentine's day and there was this girl i had feelings for and i was like okay listen can i be a valentine and she told me the same thing that my then my crush in like early years had told me and then that just kept reinforcing the fact that okay i was fat and ugly and no one was gonna love me and then something kind of magical happened was later that year i met someone else but now i met this person and we started talking and then boom before i knew we were together and we started dating and now the thing was she was that girl that all of the guys wanted but could never get right so what then that did was now all of a sudden when people found out that we were dating now all of a sudden all the guys all the cool guys the rugby players you know the cool guys um if you're in south africa you know the guys wearing the grays and then the grays doesn't touch doesn't actually touch their ankles because it's like a almost um ankle height situation or and then for some reason their gray isn't loose like every other person it's got kind of like a slim fit thing going on and makes it makes them look like they've got nice thick legs when actually when in actuality like their mom tailored it for them or something and you know they don't wear toughies they wore the grasshopper like they were the cool kids their blazers everything just about everything about them was just dripping swag and what then they just pulled girls because they were just pulling girls left right and center left right and center and then you find me and now all these guys had tried to get this goal and it was like a there's always like a competition amongst guys and i'll explain what i mean just a bit later but now all these guys were trying to pull this goal and they couldn't and here comes this this guy with self-esteem issues rocking up and then all of a sudden he gets the girl now what then that did was now the guys were like oh how'd you do it how'd you do it how'd you do it how'd you do it and amongst them I was seen as like this guy with ultimate game because I got the girl that no one could. And then on the flip side, what then that did was now all of a sudden girls were interested in me because they were like, this girl has batted all of the kind of hot guys that we think or all the guys that we think are hot, but went for this guy. So like, what does this guy have? And now we want to know what this guy has and like why this girl that's previously like we just bat left right and center why is she with this guy and so now they want to know and what then that did was kind of subconsciously it, it, it gave me an ego boost and i was an immature 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 young man at that time and that kind of what that that did was it gave me a big head and this is the same thing that kind of happens with a lot of people is now you leave high school and you get to university and then all of a sudden you have this varsity glow up and when you're in varsity now all of a sudden that attention from girls is almost doubled i don't know how i, don't, I think it's just this thing about being in varsity but like that attention just literally doubles if not triples and so you end up getting into the cycle of not really showing affection because you don't know how to love anymore because all you did in high school was you were, you were after the chase. You were after the thrill of the hunt and all you wanted to do was get that girl that no one could get. And what then that does is 
eventually you transition from that to wanting to sleep with a lot of a lot of goals because now it's not enough to just get the goal that no one can get now your brothers and your peers are are, are basing your quality or, or your kind of um status as a man based on how many girls you can sleep with right and so fine you go through that process and so fucking unhealthy but you go through it you do it because that is just like that is how you know you you validate yourself that is how you feel valued because all your life you didn't have that and then now all of a sudden you need to kind of you have a chip on your shoulder and you have something to prove and now you move from wanting to sleep with a lot of girls to now based on the fact that like you you wanted to be seen as the man amongst men and you transition into a state of now it actually doesn't even matter like how many girls you're sleeping with what matters is now the girls that you do sleep with they need to know like you you have this ego boost about you and it's like you have something to prove in that when you're sleeping with a girl she needs to know and it's, i suppose it's like it's like one like this wants to be dominant or something because you want her that by the end of that night she needs to want to come back she she needs to have been you know dicked down so hard and so proper that she goes and tells her friends that you know this guy now this guy did me good and then the friends want it and you know and then it becomes a thing of now every single time someone walks up to you and it's like oh no i bet you can't you you shit in bed or whatever you immediately take that as a challenge because you want to prove yourself you want to assert yourself as a man and in that you end up it's like people start catching feelings and now you end up breaking so many hearts and, and hurting so many so many women but the women were never the problem it was yourself it's always yourself and it's always these insecurities and it was something that myself and my friends with my friends in our chat we actually realized that we had all kind of gone through the same process and that you find you find when you sit back and you reflect you realize that it was never about the woman it was about you as a guy and your insecurities it was about you not having been valued as a young man and now you you have you're at you're in this position where you know you've got you've got you can pull girls kind of at will and you you doing it purely just for the ego boost because that's how you know that's how you you kind of value yourself now as you move from wanting that gratification from other people to the way you like now sleeping with women is becomes the only way you feel like you're a person like it becomes your identity and it swallows you whole and it's tricky because you you realize how how fucked up it is afterwards because someone will come along and you you might not know that you catch feelings for this person you might not know that you that you end up falling in love with this person and then often the case is after a while you realize when that when that person is gone when you fuck shit up so much that this person leaves you realize that oh shit like this was my chance this was my chance to get out of this unhealthy cycle because now all of a sudden people don't people aren't trying to be around you because you know you get this reputation as this fuckboy that all all you're doing is um opening legs and breaking hearts because 
the only way you could kind of feel self-worth was between a girl's legs. And it, it starts really in Haskell and it's perpetuated from there and it continues on even in Privacity and, and my, my 90s babies. Like you, I'm pretty sure quite a lot of you know what I'm talking about. And it continues in. And what then happens is you just, there's this breed, this constant cycle of toxic masculinity because now not enough of us are talking about it. Not enough are talking about how, how much it has ruined our lives to go through that process and to be those people. Because if, if eight-year-old me could look at me now, he'd actually be so disappointed. He'd be like, brother, what happened? We had a plan for our lives. This was the kind of person we were going to be. At what point do we lose sight of the bigger picture? And it's quite disappointing and it is quite frustrating, but... You know, I'm, I think I'm fortunate enough to have got, got into the point where I've been able to kind of step back and say, AP, let's, let's just pause. Let us just kind of restructure our life. Let's see. Let's, let's just kind of relook at what is going on. But I'll continue the story. I think, I think uh, it's been quite a, quite a very long episode so far. <clears throat> so we're going to take a quick musical break. Uh, and then we'll get back into the story. I do have something that I do want to share with you, you guys, and I do appreciate the feedback. But for now, yeah, let's take that break and then I'll see you afterwards.
So welcome back guys. Um, so that was just the way you are. Uh, it was actually something put together by my friend Fez. Absolutely, absolutely an amazing guy and genius with music. I have no idea how my friends do it. And I'm out here like talentless. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, before the break, so we were talking about like my, my process and kind of a semi-general thing that my friends and I were going through and like toxic masculinity. And I did say earlier in the episode that this was going to be um, a three-part kind of series or, uh, along the line of the same thing. Um, but I want to just like kind of emphasize um, that my brothers, if you're listening to this, we need to just kind of sit back and have a discussion. We need to have a chat. We need to have a chat as men because patriarchy is rife and the kind of saint, toxic masculinity culture that we have amongst us, it, it's continuing to brew and it, it has spilled over to, you know, our, our, our younger generation of men, the next generation of men. And it's, it's, it's something that we need to address. It, it is actually something that we need to be having a conversation about. And, you know, I was just thinking now during the break that I, I don't have I don't have it figured out. I'm nowhere near having it figured out. But like I've I've myself and I'm fortunate that my friends have gone through this or started this process, but we're going through a process of kind of relearning to love ourselves. And right now I'm genuinely I'm convinced that this is by far the hardest process, the hardest stage of my life. And I have no fucking clue how I'm gonna get through it. I have never had to sit back and say, I need to love myself. It was never a thing because of my life, I needed to get that validation or yeah, that kind of love and glorification from other people. And for the longest time, and actually not even for the longest time, for probably the past two or three years, I've realized that like, I, I've needed to keep my life to myself and like not get anyone involved because I realize how messy things can get when you're seeking that gratification from, from external people. And it does get quite tricky. But kind of the, 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 the next thing or kind of the semi, semi follow-up, I don't know. I don't know what to call it, is to continue having this, this discussion. And obviously um, the story doesn't end there. Um, I will continue it next week, and I'm sorry that you guys do have to wait a, week, a whole week for it, but it is unfortunately already exam time for me. But yeah, so the next couple of episodes are going to kind of be a combination of a story time slash real life realization. And I'm hoping that by me sharing that and kind of the more difficult and more intimate parts about my life, I'm hoping that there is at least one person out there who's listening to the show who's going to hear it and go actually i'm going i'm kind of going through the same thing or i've like i'm where you were once and i don't want to follow the same route kind of the same route as you and I, i'm and hopefully that that person has an opportunity to kind of change their life trajectory before they end up ruining quite a lot of lives because before you know it by the time you get your shit together, by the time you get to that realization that you don't want to be this person, all of the people you want in your life, majority of them have left. And 
they're not trying to come back into your life because for them it's hard to believe that you've kind of done like a whole a whole 180 but yeah so we are back with my overthinkers we are back my 90s babies um and like the hardest so the hardest thing kind of the past couple of months and, and the reason not behind not uploading any episodes is because you know mm. i i had episodes i had recorded episodes but i recorded quite a lot of them when i was in a bad space and like when i sat back and i really and i listened to them i realized that actually i can't this is not something i'm trying to put up this is not what i'm trying to be known for this is not my show this is not what my show is about so i'm not going to do it and as a result i've kind of just had to scrap i mean i still have quite a lot of them and i might might make reference to them as time goes by but yeah we're trying to do things a little different i do guys i do hope that you guys have enjoyed the story um it is again only the first part but we're going to see how things go um yeah so overthinkers like i said and you know what like it's tradition on the show to kind of end on a, on a lighter note is um <laughs> This could this these kind of discussions are always continuing and if you guys want to kind of come on and you know have a chat with me on the show and have a discussion and kind of talk about these things that we aren't talking about that but we should please do find me on twitter um i am available on twitter i'm actually trying to kind of minimize my social media presence but obviously when you have when you have a show you still need to be kind of available so i am available on twitter please feel free to tweet me you don't have to follow I know people have some type of way about following. Just hit me up, DM me, do whatever. Find me, tell me that, hey, AP, I listen to your show. This is this is my two cents. This is what I have to think. This is what I have to say about it. Um, or this is what I need to, I think you need to be talking about because this is what's relevant for us. Please do find me um, and we'll take it from there and we'll negotiate and see if you can't come on the show or if you just want to come on the show and you, they have, you have something kind of dying that you want to, Talk a boot. Yeah, hit me up. We'll make it happen. But until then, my overthinkers, I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>